Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And feel free there to ask any questions that you'd like to ask, any, you know, any questions that you'd like answered through different episodes. And today's episode, episode 138, is entitled, Trust God, Not Google. And, and first of all, I just wanted to mention, I, I mentioned last, last week in the podcast, which I'd recorded earlier in the week since I was going to be on vacation, that I was actually experiencing quite a bit of you know, pain in my, in my arms and wrists and stuff. And I just want to let you guys know that I, I have just rested over the past few weeks to, and, and it's actually gotten significantly better. And I feel that, I feel that there's no, no uh, serious harm. So if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you'll have to listen to last week's podcast. But you know, along those lines, we do, we, we make just, we, we get so worried and so scared about things, you know, and even this week when I, there was a, a great example of trusting Google and not God. There was a time that I actually was just sitting there and because I was healing my arms, I was, I was actually icing them regularly, but because I didn't feel the ice was cold enough, I wasn't icing them with any sort of cover in between, which no pillowcase, no shirt, no anything in between. It was just, you know, straight the the bag of ice right on my skin, which if you know anything about that, it's not a good idea. And so, you know, it, it's interesting because one of the days what happened is I iced my arm and I iced the bottom of my wrist and the top of my hand went numb. And I started to really, really like trip out. I, I started to beat myself up again about, oh my goodness gracious, like why in the world did I do that again? Like here I am trying to get better, trying to make it feel better. And now I've done something really bad. And you know, and, and it was still numb by the end of the night. And I was really worried. And I was really worried. But it was interesting at the same point because when I asked Heavenly Father about it, he said, hey, Joseph, you're fine. You're totally, totally fine. But you guys know how it works when things don't feel right. And when my entire hand is feeling numb... You start worrying, you start freaking out, and you start wondering, well, is there anything that I have to do immediately? I'd already been told I was fine. I'd already been told that I was okay, but I, I let the fear and the doubt and everything else overwhelm that feeling. And what did I end up doing? Well... After everyone was asleep, I was, I was on vacation, so you know, there, there were different people in my hotel room. But after everybody was asleep, I started searching on Google, what does this mean? <laughs> now, you're probably laughing along with me because if you've ever done this at midnight or earlier in the hours of the morning, you know this is a really, really, really bad idea. Why is it a bad idea? Because number one, I'm not a doctor. And number two, regardless of what anyone says on Google, they don't know what's actually going on with me. I didn't even know what was going on with me. And so, 
I go from, you know, looking at stuff that, you know, some, like I, just the different words I type in, anything from uh, CTS, the car- carpal tunnel syndrome would pop up, all the way to, like, frostbite. <laughs> so, if you're looking at something, and you start looking at stuff about frostbite, and you're like, huh, maybe my hand is a little bit redder than I thought it was. Like, that's that's what we do. Well, after searching for a while, I, I found this thing that said, hey, you know, you're supposed to soak your, you're supposed to soak whatever part is, you know, like there, there's actually something called frost nip, which is before frost bite. And it says, if you have frost nip, then, you know, you're supposed to soak your hand in hot water until it's back to normal. That's what it says. And if it's not back to normal in an hour, you're supposed to go to the, like you're supposed to call the doctor or urgent care or someone else. So I sat at like 12 o'clock at night in the, and just put my hands in the tub for an hour. And it got a little bit better, but it wasn't entirely better. And so I was still worried and I was, I was debating and calling you know, certain people in my, in my uh, extended family that are medical professionals and, you know, thinking about texting or asking them if they were awake and, you know, it just kept going. It just kept going. It just kept going. You know, and in that hotel as well were my parents and I kept debating, kept debating, kept debating because all of us had a really, really just long, long days in this vacation. Like it was just jam packed from start to finish. And we were doing so many things and, and everyone was asleep and I did not want to wake them. But finally at like 2am when I'm really worried and I finally just, I go and wake up my dad and I'm like, Hey dad, can you give me, you know, if, if you're familiar, if you happen to be a member of my faith, you'll understand this. And if not, you just try to do the best you can. But we, we believe in these blessings where you can heal the sick the same way that, that Christ did and his apostles did in the Bible. And so finally, I wake my dad up and I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry for waking you up. And he's like, Joseph, it's fine. What's up? Like, you know, like we're, we're so worried even about asking for help when we really need it. But you know, when it's like three or I think it was, it was like three or four in the morning when I did this, I I can't remember exactly what time, but you know, it was interesting because, you know, he gave me a blessing, which, you know, a blessing of healing and a blessing of comfort. And one of the things he said is you're fine. Like you're going to be fine, you know, go. And, and previously, you know, as you, as you guys heard the last episode, I was kind of worried about my wrist. Um, you know, previously, previously on that, I, I, I'd been really worried, like really, really worried. And so he kind of just said in there that, Hey, you know, once you get back, just go, you know, you have, you haven't essentially done any permanent damage, you know, go essentially seek, seek the medical care that you need and you'll be fine. And it was interesting because one of the other things he said in there was, essentially along the lines of, you know, and, and this blessing is not necessarily from my dad. It's what we believe this to be is from God through my dad. 
And what was basically told to me is, Joseph, like, you, you are very close to the Spirit. Why, why did you seek advice anywhere else? No, I'm not saying I can't be, I can't be led and guided to advice, but as you guys know, searching on Google at midnight is not a great choice. Why did I do it? Because I was worried, because of fear. The Spirit never speaks through fear. It never speaks through doubt or fear or any of those things that belong to that category. Any of those yucky feelings. Those yucky feelings just send us down further and further a rabbit hole. Instead of noticing the beginning of that yucky feeling is telling you, hey, stop. This, this is your first stop sign. And then if we keep going down those rabbit holes, the feelings get worse and worse and worse because Heavenly Father is trying to tell us to stop worrying about that thing. Well, by the next day or so, my hand was mostly not numb anymore and, was, and actually felt pretty good. And, and probably along those lines, because when I need peace, I go to God. When, when there's nothing else some, that will get me to that place. And, and, and sometimes I do it quicker. Other times I take longer. But I really do believe that God provides every one of us personal revelation and insights for our lives. And I believe that's what we're meant to live by. And it was interesting because as I think about that, as I think about trusting God and not Google, how often are we trusting God? Or how often are we trusting the experts? Many of the experts don't know what they're doing. You know, and, and even deeper, there was something else said in that blessing, which was talking about opening my heart more. And I was debating and pondering on what that meant. And, and I don't know the fullness of what it means entirely yet. But some of the things I read are about opening our heart to what God wants to give us. Opening our heart to what, what the Lord is directing us to do. He is so gentle. He is so patient. He is so loving. He is so kind. And he is waiting right there for you to turn to him and do the things that he would have you do. Well, it just so happened this morning I turned in my personal reading. I'm in a, a book called 1 Nephi 15. And it talks about having a hard heart. And it talks about softening your heart. And it talks about being willing to listen to the word of God. Now, years ago, I thought the word of God was just the scriptures. You know, and, and it's funny, sometimes my, my uh, nieces and nephews and stuff will ask me kind of why it's so important to read the scriptures. And this morning, I was reminded why it is. You know, and, and, and when I was, when, when I was young, as well. Like there was times that I read a lot and there was other times through my life that I didn't. But now I've realized the most important reason 
to read the scriptures or do whatever your spiritual practice happens to be? Is it because it opens us up and it calms us down and it quiets us for personal revelation? And that personal revelation are the instructions and commandments and the things that God wants to tell you. So my question is, are you trusting God or are you trusting Google? I happened to be listening to, we were driving home from Utah yesterday, and I happened to be listening to something that was on the radio. And one of the things that was said was how many of the current generation or some of the younger generations lie far more than any others like this was an actual study done i'm like this isn't me saying oh you you lie like i guess do it do whatever you want to do but but it was really interesting because there are people out there some that are experts that are actually lying that don't have your best interest at heart they really do. They just want you to consider them an expert and take your money. One of the things that I even tell clients before working with me is, does this feel right to you? And if they happen to be people of faith that believe in God, sometimes I'll even ask, like, pray about this. Go find, go figure out that this is the best choice for you. I don't want to work with somebody if it's not the best choice for both of us. If it's not good for me and if it's not good for them, why in the world would I do it? But I will tell you, there are many experts out there. Many. And and some of them are even well-meaning. It's just, we don't have to trust Google when we have a personal revelation. There are so many things in our life that so many people don't understand. There are many things about my path that so many people would not understand. And instantly they want to give advice. They want to tell me what to do. And we automatically think that somebody tells us something. It's like, oh, that must be what I'm supposed to do. No. You know, I had a couple of different, well, I mean, I had so many different experiences on this trip. And it was only like a week, but it was just, it was a whirlwind of a week. And I ran into different people from, I mean, I think it's hilarious. You, you go on vacation and you see somebody from your hometown that you haven't seen in years. I mean, talk about irony. Like, but it's interesting because everybody's going to, like, everybody wants the best for you. And they're going to try and they're going to tell you what you should do with your life. And I'm going to tell you something too. You know what you should do with your life? You should listen to the spirit. You should follow the guidance. You should follow the peace. As I said before, sometimes we start thinking about other paths and things of that nature. And it just feels off. And then for a moment, we think about like, the things we're meant to do in life, and it feels really good, you can't make that up. You can't create a feeling in your body that gives you peace. 
So it was interesting because on, on this journey this, this last week, I met people that, I, I ran into people that, you know, did tell me certain things. Oh, you should do this. And it was interesting because the person hadn't even gone and done more of that. You know, it's like, oh, you should do this thing. It really, really helped me. But they hadn't even finished the course. They, they hadn't even finished their journey. And they're saying, you should do this. And, you know, and the entire time I'm talking to them, I'm like, okay, is this right? Is this right? If something doesn't feel right, it's not right. And then I had another experience where I just happened to be, there's, our church has this really, really cool conference center up in Salt Lake that's just beautiful. If you ever get a chance when you're in Salt Lake City, go to the, the LDS General Conference Center. Anyone can go with their free tours. Super, super cool. Place of great inspiration. And it was really interesting because I, I happened to be at the top of this building and there's this gorgeous garden on, on top, like on the roof. And I was just sitting there and I was just looking out over and, and, and two of the representatives of our church, known as missionaries, these two sisters came over and started talking to me. And it was so cool. We believe that these missionaries are so close. Like I, I know these missionaries are so close to you know, representing our Savior and representing what he, what he would tell me. And it was interesting as I was talking to them because, you know, as you travel, like I was traveling with my, with my sister who's got, you know, seven kids and, and her husband and, you know, they, and, they're, and they're doing pretty well in life in, in lots of areas. And sometimes it makes you think, hey, am, am I doing the best I can? Am I doing what God would have me do? And as I was talking to these sisters, they did. They just told me, like, you know, as we talked, they're like, Joseph, you are having the impact that God wants you to have. And you're impacting so many people. And some of the people that you're impacting, you'll never even know what you are. And what was really interesting about this moment is I've got a little nephew that like never leaves my side. When I'm with him, he never leaves my side. And I've been pushing him around in a stroller the entire day because we were walking a ton, you know, and like I was pushing him around, pushing him around. And randomly, as I was just sitting there talking, as I was just standing there, he'd just gotten up and gone off with my parents, which is like really just, I, I love my parents. Like he, he loves them too, but it, it's pretty much unheard of for him to leave my side. And he just randomly got up out of the stroller and walked off with my parents, leaving me alone to have my personal experience with these two sisters. God knows who you are. And he tells us this in the tiniest of ways. And, and even like it was so hot on that roof. And one of these sisters happened to be from Denmark, you know, and the other happened to be from uh, Tahiti, actually. And it, it was so cool because like the one from Denmark was very, very fair skinned and it was brutally hot up on that roof. And she stood there as if it was nothing, just talking. And, and, there, were, and there was another experience I had that day that confirmed something very deep to me that I won't share. 
But I will share that Heavenly Father places all of you exactly where you need to be. And He places other people in your life that will help you to feel peace, that will help you to feel joy. Even if your family or your extended family does not understand your path or your journey, that's okay. It was said of the Savior in the Bible that he, there, how do they put it? A, a prophet isn't a prophet in his own country. Nobody cared when he went to his homeland. He was just some little carpenter kid. Around some of the people that have known you for your whole life, they might just see you as those things. You know, in that, in that blessing that I mentioned before that my dad gave me, he also said that God was pleased with the things that I was doing. And that was so powerful. I think every one of us really just wants to know that the Lord is pleased with our path, that the Lord is pleased with what we're doing. And when you start to have doubts and fears come up and wonder, is this the right path? The question itself, is plenty of times a doubt. Doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith, as Dieter F. Uchtdorf said. I know what this path is to walk. I know how hard it is sometimes to walk a path. And you know why it's hard? It's because we keep doubting every second of the way. Are you sure, Heavenly Father? Are you sure? Well, I was sure the last time you asked. <laughs> And, and Heavenly Father doesn't like, oh my goodness, Joseph, get it together. He's so loving. He's so kind. He's so amazing. The exact right people are placed in our life. I know that your path may not look like other people's paths. But if you just take steps and walk it and trust your path, trust your God, stop doubting every second of the way. All you have to do is take the next step and the next will appear. We doubt everything. Those aren't really our doubts. Those are doubts placed in our mind by the adversary. Like crazy leprechaun thinking that comes in our minds. Most of it never happens. It, did, my, did my arm fall off? When I, when I iced it too much, did I get frostbite? Did I even get frost nip? No. You know what was funny? Is, you know, as, as I mentioned, I woke up my dad. Well, my mom also woke up that night when I got that blessing. And, and it was interesting because my mom actually told me how one time she actually had an experience similar, except worse. Like she'd, you know, I iced her leg way too much and it had been even worse than mine. And she was fine. And like that probably even helped me as much as the blessing because it's like, oh, a per 
a person that I know and trust had had an experience that they, you know, over over iced their their leg as well, and they were fied. And so I was so grateful that she woken up when I woke up my dad as well, because that was helpful. Why do we sit and worry so much? Instead of just trusting God. Why don't we trust him and just like, where are you trusting Google instead of God? Maybe you're building a business and somebody says, oh, these are the things you have to do to do to create your business. And at the same time, God is like, uh, no, take this step, take this step, take this step. All those things people tell you about building your businesses don't always work. You know what does work? Asking God what he would have you do. Because if you're doing good works in the world, then God wants that to be in the world. And all you have to do is trust him. That has been one of the hardest things for me this conversation trusting god and not google and and also like guys we got to put in the work but we don't we generally spend more time worrying than we do working so my question to you right now is are you working towards what you want or are you worrying about why it's not going to work out are you worrying about all the things that you've done in your past that you've messed up or are you working towards a brighter future? One of my favorite titles of Christ is uh, the high priest of good things to come. What if you trusted God? What if you trusted that he can make your pathway better? No matter what you've done, there is nothing he can do that you can do that he can't fix. Are you worried about a failed relationship? And are you there searching on, on Google to figure out, okay, how can, I, how can I get this person to, how can I reconnect with this person? How can I fix these things? Google doesn't know. People just put up the things that have worked for them in the past. That doesn't mean it's going to work for you. I mean, if you think that every single person is going to act the same way based on what you're going to do, you're wrong. You know, if you happen to be a single parent with kids or, you know, have nieces and nephews, you understand that the same thing that motivates one will not motivate another. The same thing that will help one will not help another. The same thing that will be really good for one will not be really good for another. And so even when it comes to relationships, trust God, not Google. I mean, one of the cool things that happened when I was pursuing an individual many years ago, I just, I, I went to the temple and I was just there. So I just happened to ask him like, Hey, what, what can I do for this person to make them feel really special? And the answer came back. Hey, you've got, you've got a client that writes original songs. It's a musician. What if he, what if he wrote a song for her? And I asked him and he was willing to. 
And that was so cool. Where else are you trusting God and not Google? And I think more often than not, it's because we don't know how the, words get, how the road is going to work out. And my answer to that, it's going to work out a lot better than not going down that road. God knows what he's doing. He knows what he wants to bless you with. He really, really does. And we're so wanting to know how everything works out. And we're so worried about everything going perfectly. That we keep asking for the answers to the end of the book. That's not how it works. You don't want to know the end of your story. You don't want to know how anything works out. When you're given peace about a path, take it. Now, there is no judgment in this because this, is, this conversation right here has been the biggest wrestle I have had. Why is that? Because sometimes it feels really stupid. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not saying that God's stupid. I'm just saying sometimes we feel really stupid. But there's that great quote by Nietzsche that said, all those that couldn't hear the music thought those that were dancing were crazy. The proper quote is, and those who were seen dancing were thought to be insane by those who could not hear the music. You know, I heard that quote many years ago, and I didn't understand it. But now as I've started to follow this, these whisperings and these promptings of the Spirit, I understand. Because the Spirit tells us to do one thing that's really good for us. And on the other hand, all the crazy leprechaun thinking is like, that's crazy. That wouldn't work. That won't work. Trust me. And not, not trust me, but trust God. If he tells you to do something, go do it. And when you're worried and when you're struggling and, we, you know, it, it's perfectly okay to ask for a blessing of peace and comfort or healing. You know, and if, even if you're not, a, you don't happen to be a member of my faith, which is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. If you ever want that blessing, if you ever want, like you're just really struggling and you're willing, the, those guys that walk around with those little black name tags and white shirts and ties they are more than happy to give you a blessing of peace and comfort. And it is amazing. So never be afraid. You're, you're welcome to ask. You're even welcome to, if you just go to the website, um, churchofjesuschrist.org, you can find you know plenty of things there, like <clears throat> find missionaries. The reason I say that is because there are times in my life that the only thing that brings me peace is one of those blessings. The only thing. Because I'm too still learning to listen to the Spirit. Learning to listen to the Spirit, it is a task of a lifetime. Not a task, it's a journey of a lifetime. When we listen, when we follow, good things happen. So what is it that you have been guided and directed to do? The revelation or insight that you know, it's like, this is what I need to be doing. 
And what if you just did it? If it feels peaceful, if it feels good, if it feels right, do it. And do it today. We get distracted. We have rules about how often we have to take breaks. That's kind of insane. Oh, I've got to take a break every, every 50 minutes or else. Take a break when you feel like you need one. There's been countless experts and geniuses that have worked all through the night without even eating before. Only you can know what's best for you, guys. But start trusting God and start and, and not Google. God knows your path. He really, really does. And if you will just begin to put your trust and your confidence in Him, instead of worrying, well, I'm still single. What am I doing wrong? I can tell you the thing that you're probably doing wrong is you're trusting God, Google or friends or other people around you instead of God. Open your heart to what He wants to share with you, what He wants to tell you. And sometimes we're frightened by what we think it might be. However, when it comes through peace, when it comes through spirit, when it comes with that feeling of rightness, it feels different. It hits different. It's not yucky. It's not icky. It's awesome. So where in your life do you feel? Like what's, what's the thing right now that you've been thinking about? You're like, oh yeah, that's what I need to be doing. It feels peaceful, it feels right, it feels certain. Trust God enough to start walking those steps and everything else will follow. I think sometimes life can be really hard. And for myself too. You know, I, I had this, uh, I, I mean, part of me has. Like, I, I've been through a lot of experiences in relationships that have somewhat left me a little bit numb. And it's interesting, though, because there's other people that have been through those experiences that are happy, that are joyful. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I am fairly happy. But I can definitely be happier. We can all be happier. We can all feel, have a more fulfilled life. We, were, we happen to be hiking the Y. And at the top of the Y, we, we got there with my family. And at the top of the Y, there was, um, there, there was this girl there that was just so happy. I mean, so happy. And it was inspiring. You know, and she's, and, and she's quite successful, you know, has, has, her, has her own business and stuff. And, and she was just really, really happy. And it just inspired me to be happier. It inspired me to say, you know what? Yeah, everybody has things happen in their life. The sooner we accept where we're at and the sooner we move forward and say, okay, God, this is where I'm at right now. Forgive me for not acting on all the promptings that was given me before. Some of them I can do stuff about and some of them I can't. And now help me to do the best I can to act on all these promptings in the future. And I'll also say, like, when you're happy, people notice. I mean, this person, this girl was one of the happiest girls I, on the top of the mountain. Like, she was just beaming. You know, and so, 
I just want to say, trust God and not Google. And forgive yourself for your past, whether it was years ago or a moment ago. Oh, well. Learn from it. So whatever it is that you felt guided and directed to do after listening to this podcast today, go do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website Happy nsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.